Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a show where one of these things is not like the other. And I have to say, hair, how are you? <laughs> this is Pardon the Distraction. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> God Everybody to another episode of Part of the Distraction. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Blue PDX, and of course, joining me as always is the Lost Drake. Hi. Hello, sir. Uh, hello. Man, How are you? Man with hair. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. I'm yeah. very impressed with that process. Let's let, let's be honest. Yes. A lot of people have been weirded out by, it, including me, including my wife. Uh, it's been it's something take I've been a kind while of to get used to looking at. Like you're gonna keep looking in the mirror, going like ah. Yeah, no, it's very weird because like for and since I was like 19, I've been making the jokes. We've been making jokes about being bald forever, you know, but oh, you yeah. know, it you know, I always made the joke I lost it in the war. Uh but just the, the stress and everything else, my hair fall out. Nobody's bald in my family either too, which is really weird. Um but I wasn't like fully bald. I just had a I had the horseshoe, you know? Yeah. Um and it was just, you know, it was taxing me, and especially in this industry, you know, you're always catered to change and look young and, you know, make sure we don't have bags under our eyes, which as you get older, that does happen, unfortunately. Yep. Um, but, you know, I still think I look pretty damn good even without the hair, considering I'm 40. But, but you know, this just definitely a big confidence booster for me, and it's nice because I don't always have to wear a hat now. Uh, cosplays much more open now because now i can do stuff without having to wear a wig which is great um but yeah the process is kind of gnarly um and definitely different but you know what like i've been very hush hush about it so yeah no everybody's been really like dude it's weird but you look good so i'm like okay cool and i don't know if that's just them being nice to me uh i i personally want to grow out more hair down here because i feel like <laughs> i have a, a five head now but yes. but you know what though I think with with time I'll adapt to it and it's just because I'm so used to seeing a hat you know to this point like right above my eyebrows I never see my forehead so now it's just weird to me but but you know what though for anybody out there who is you know looking to do it it's it's a it's a good thing I mean I I enjoy it you know the age of people wearing you know um, you know those weird like you always see the the funny things i mean they made fun of it with george costanza and everything else and uh you know like the dupes and all their stuff there's so many different non-surgical and surgical ways to do it now so it's like you know just do you you know whatever makes you happy who gives a shit what other people think you know yeah it's it's still you're always gonna have it in the back of your head but yeah it definitely is weird but but yes new hair new life new procedures Things are crazy and gaming has been nuts and yeah. me and me and DJ the last week, um, which we have crushed all kinds of goals. Uh, we're actually second in the entire world right now for the Bungie Foundation raising money. Yeah, and which uh, is awesome. We are we are kicking butt um, and we're gonna put the <laughs> link down below too uh, and also to make sure that Rhino when you're editing this, put it big, bold up on top, somewhere up there, make sure yes. that people go to our link for our team page. Um, but yeah, go go search for us, uh, the Lost City Guardians. 
uh, me and DJ and some other content creators, uh, String, who is actually part of Andromeda, one of my mods, Combat Rhino, and a bunch of other friends, we've all teamed up to raise money for the Bungie Foundation uh, to help them um, get get the money they need for Direct Relief and other foundations through Donor Drive. Um, and it, it's really awesome. Um, I did it back in December. We raised almost eleven thousand uh, dollars, just me solo. But this year we've only done it for one week. We have until May twenty third. Yeah, which is going to be awesome. Yes, I think we can do it. We're already halfway there. Yeah, we're we're already halfway to the goal. We're trying to raise ten thousand again. Uh, we're at five thousand one hundred and fifty five. But with your guys' help. Here at Pardon the D and in our personal channels, you guys donating. Uh, again, the link will be posted so you guys can go check it out. But you can search for us on the Bungie Foundation's main page, the Lost City Guardians. It's the current activation that's going on right now. You guys can uh, go donate. But if you donate $25, you get an in-game exclusive emblem for the Guardian games right now, which is going on. It's basically Destiny's like Olympics. Um, and uh, we were getting the kicked out of us i was gonna say I, I i absolutely it was i love the game but holy crap tackles i'm definitely not uh not cut out for pvp in destiny well there is a pve version of it where you can just do nightfalls and you can do other stuff as well we just had too many people with us so we had to do the six person activity but um there is a three-man activity that you can do and we only have a couple days left in this season of destiny um obviously you guys know um, I, I have converted DJ. He is a firm believer and loves Destiny now, and a lot of other people have kind of fallen in, in suit too. But they did do a teaser this week uh, in the TWAB report uh, this week at Bungie, and uh, they showed off the new mermaid outfit and a giant eyeball, um, <laughs> which, which if you actually look at it, it looks like we're underwater. A lot of people are like, dude, that would be something that Bungie has never done, where we've done an underwater like level or like because yeah. we're going back to titan everybody already knows that we're going back to titan which is um which is going to be crazy because it, the whole planet was water and we already saw back in back previous lore that there was like this giant leviathan that was swimming around uh and it was always teased but we never got to see it in full it was always like yeah. a shadow or you saw the spine of it coming out of the waves um and it was a cool easter egg people were yeah. like oh that's awesome like definitely bungee-esque stuff but now I think we're actually going to go back to it. And that's only, I think, 15 days away. Yeah. Uh, everybody's been celebrating Star Wars. I mean, because we had May the 4th and Revenge of the 5th. And everybody yep. was decked out and played Star Wars. And everybody had a great time. Um, and now we're into the second week of May. We're getting closer and closer to summer. Here in Arizona, it already feels that way because it was 101 yesterday. Good Lord. Um. I can't, I, mm -mm. But right. you know what, though? Here's the thing. Like, you know what? I will take I will take the two months of solid hot over your six months of blizzard, snow, rain, sleet, uh, electricity going out, tornadoes. Uh, yeah, my freaking... electricity very rarely ever goes out. Well, I'm just saying. Blizzard, it was a hot mess. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, we don't get any, we don't get any natural disasters. None. So we don't got to worry about any of that. I was gonna make a joke and I realized I'm just saying, like, there's so many places. Like, I'm I'm sitting by the pool drinking a margarita, and people are like, "Oh my god, I just had a blizzard!" And it's May, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already messing up. Um, but yeah. So, but no, I I love Arizona for that because 
And the other, the other positive side to Arizona is we don't have humidity. So when it's cold, it's cold. When it's hot, it's hot. And that's yeah. it. There is no four seasons. It's hot or cold, and that's it. Yep, I love, I love living in Portland. I think, I think Oregon is very green, very blue, very well-washed. But, uh, yeah. Whale-washed? What the hell is whale-washed? Well-washed. 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 We wash our whales. We got clean whales, man. What can I say? That, that's I know you got minks out there. Those things stink. That's why they're named a minx. Minks that stinks. I know. All right, next thing you know, I'm going to be... Wow. I don't know. Well, nobody knows. Um, yes. But yes. Uh, so we got what? We got a couple weeks we... until Dreamcast. Or Dreamcast. <laughs> Dreamcast. <laughs> Dreamhack. Dreamhack is coming up the first weekend in June. We'll be flying out on the first and then coming back on that following Monday. Uh, I'll be DJing. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, if we if we do a live podcast, we should call it Dreamcast. Oh, we should. Oh, my God. Dreamcast, pack it up. Dude. Oh, my dude. We're marketing geniuses. Yeah. Okay. There we go. By accident, it happened. Nobody steal it. Okay. When this episode goes live, it's ours. Um. Um. Yeah. But yes, I can't believe I said Dreamcast. What the hell? I, you know, I was like thinking a, about Dreamcast. I don't know, but it's hilarious. Maybe because Sega bought Angry Birds and <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm just throwing out random facts now. Um but yes, uh yeah, no, Dream Dream Hack is going yes. to be awesome. Um we only got a couple weeks away. Uh I still need to book my hotel and flights. I haven't done that yet. Definitely do that. Have you got your stuff locked up yet? Uh, actually just happened. Yes. Okay, cool. I need to find out I'll where the hell you guys you are staying. Are you guys staying in Airbnb or an actual hotel? Oh, hotels. Okay. Because yeah. they were saying that they always stay in an Airbnb. Used to. Uh. And then a nightmare happened. Everyone's <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, nope. Uh. Suck it. Well, send me nope, those details so I know I can maybe possibly book in the same hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, exactly Is it? what I'm looking for. Okay, right yeah, yeah. Send that info over because I'd love to have that. Um, Obviously, we're going to be doing some collabs and stuff over the next couple weeks. And, uh, as long as I can keep DJ from sup spoiling all my secrets. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we're not talking about that. Hey, it's it all good. It... It's all good. We're that week is going to be awesome for both of us, and it's going to be a good time. And I'm really excited. Um, there's some big stuff coming right around the corner this week. I'm actually announcing some new stuff too, and we've been in meetings after meetings after meetings of getting sponsorships and endorsements for the podcast. Um, and uh, I think I think we've narrowed down some. We still got a couple meetings to go through and hash out the details. But it'll be good for you guys because then you guys are going to get hookups. Um, you guys are going to get uh, discounts and other things on stuff that you guys enjoy in the gaming industry. But besides that, uh, we got some crazy stuff still going on. Obviously, Redfall came out. Uh, we got a hands-on impression of that. Yes. Yes, we did. And it was, it was definitely... It had it bugs. It had bugs, but yeah. I was actually thoroughly enjoying it. I don't think it should have got beat up as bad as it did, and I know a I lot mean, of people are upset about the 60 frames per second. Yeah, uh, and to be fair, unless you're an indie, a real basic indie, it, it is 2023. 60 FPS is the bare minimum you should be shooting for. You should be trying yeah. to average at least 90 to 120 and ha but have it be optimized so that those of us who have machines capable of pushing it to 144 can do so or higher because some of us prefer that. For yep. some of us, it causes headaches. It's an it's an accessibility issue. Yeah. Um. And I, I and I you know had the same complaint about what was going on with Jedi Survivor. You yeah. Know, that game is 
freaking gorgeous. And again, super appreciate the fact they worked so diligently to get that fix out. Yeah. So, yep. you know, and now I'm and, pulling like 75, 80. It's not where I want it to be, but yeah. it's, it's decent enough I can continue with it. Well, and it's also based on hardware as well. Like, because I, I know a lot of things like DJ and myself, like we are always striving to like upgrade our platform and put the extra hardware in. And, and we have a big team up that we're going to be talking about soon. But, but even so, like all the stuff that we are doing, we always try to take in reviews and account based on, obviously you guys know I'm an AMD partner at this point and I always promote it and push it. But before I was with them, I knew nothing about AMD. Like I only used Intel. I only used NVIDIA. Yep. Um, but now that I'm using them, I'm starting to realize how good it is. And, um, and you know, they had their new adrenaline software that just came out. Um, yep. And it's actually been pretty good. Um, and uh, a lot of people are like, okay, now NVIDIA has a run for its money because NVIDIA has been like the leader in the graphics card industry for a very long time. Intel just came out with a new one as well. Um, and theirs is interesting because it's the processor and a graphics card built into one like unit, which is, the, they're called Evos, right? E Evos? Yeah. yeah. Um, so between all those, and that's one thing too, even on this podcast, me being an AMD partner, I like to give uh, varied views based on what my experience was. I know DJ does too. And then once DJ's computer gets fully upgraded and he gets everything that he's looking to get done, you know, then he's going to he's going to be like, I don't even know how to function. It's like it's like going from like an original Xbox to an Xbox Series X. Like that's the upgrade chain shift that's going to be happening for DJ soon. And 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 I, I'm I'm super jazzed because yeah, yeah. I've. Yeah, I've, we've been I've been hoping that this happens a, for a very long time. Yeah, you've been you've been trying to get this done for like, I want to say almost two years and he finally got everything sorted out and everything was kind of figured out so that 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 type of stuff is really cool because even as a content creator i have so many people come in our communities all the time like what do you guys use for your pc and we're like uh yes but then when we started working with like companies like clx and amd and all these other companies we started learning this stuff as we were going too and now we're getting our reviews of stuff and we're and the yeah. big thing for me is that like i want to have a spot where we can come in and talk about this stuff freely without getting like chastised, unless you're an Apple user, that's a whole nother story. But, uh, but other than that, yeah, come in and have that broad spectrum of being able to be able to discuss in chat and in lives and everything else. And I and I really do think DJ because we've got a lot of stuff coming up in June. Obviously, the first week we're going to be at DreamHack, but we've well, got Pride Month. Uh, well, Pride Month one, which is going to be huge. Uh, it always is, but mm -hmm. but I have the strong believing that I celebrate the LGBTQ plus and anybody and what they, who they are as a person year round. I don't need one yep. month. I celebrate those people and those yep. and what what they are and who they are, um, throughout the year. But that is just it's it's a, a month of celebration for for the LGBTQ plus. So that's awesome. But we also have. The biggest month of video games. Because we're going to have the Xbox showcase. Yeah. We're going to find out more about Starfield. We're going to find out more about Nintendo stuff. We're going to find out more about Sony stuff. We're going to find stuff about NVIDIA and AMD and all the different stuff that is coming out. Ubisoft and freaking Konami, which yeah. 
all those things. I think that should be our first live stream, DJ. And just watching it with the community together. I think that would be a really cool idea. And then live broadcasting it to our personal channels as well. So that way we can do a live showcase on the part in the D podcast and then yeah. just relay it over to our personal channels. I think that would be a really cool way to do that. Um, just because there's going to be so many discussions, so many, we're going to have so many things to talk about and we're going to want to be, have that information out for everybody so they can just listen to it and watch it at the same time. Um, but we also have to be worried about DMCAs too. Which is yeah. unfortunate. And and but you know what though, we could always do I don't know, we'll figure it out when the time comes. But I think that would be really cool to do our l first live stream on YouTube. Like that would be really cool. Um fun. and just kind of like get, go live, meet new people, interact with people, and then just see where it takes us. Because maybe that's a day that we could take away from, you know, our everyday stuff and see what happens. Maybe we can get you know, more people involved with what we do here, which would be fantastic. So, uh, but we got a big month. Uh, June is going to be nuts. We've got Diablo 4 coming out. We've got the new Final Fantasy 16, which a lot of people are super excited for both aspects of that. Diablo yeah. has always been one of my favorite games. Final Fantasy has always been one of my favorite games. Um, DJ just needs to play the more linear stories instead of the online <laughs> stuff. Um, but I think even, even if even if we did get you back into it, DJ, and you were actually playing with us and we were running through together, I think you would enjoy it, especially on a newer computer, too. Like, I think oh, yeah. at that point, it's like, wah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, speaking of like all the stuff, though, that's happening, well, we can kind of touch base on Konami and the big announcement that, well, I wouldn't even say it's an announcement. It's more of a rumor slash leak. Um, yeah, that's but the... we normally don't dive into these, but this with everything that's been going on with Microsoft and Sony, I think we need to touch on this just because it really shows how jaded and shifted Sony can be sometimes if this is actually true. Um, they're sitting there harping on Xbox about exclusivities. We don't want you to have exclusivities. If you have Call of Duty and you have this, this, and this, uh, you know. You're going to, it's going to be a monopoly. Yeah. But then they turn around and go, you can only get this item if you download it on our system. Yes. Xbox and Nintendo don't do that. Like they really don't like at the end. And if they do do an exclusivity, which a lot of people to go back to the Redfall topic, it was free with Game Pass. Yeah. You didn't even have to buy it. You literally yep. just pay your 15 bucks a month. 15 is much better than paying 80 on Sony. Yep. So I'm, you know, and plus the $140 a year for their Sony subscription, which does realistically nothing for you. It's all old games and they really haven't really ramped it up to a point where it's like, oh man, it's the best value in gaming. Xbox and Game Pass is the best value in gaming. And to be honest, yeah. um, like there, uh, we were talking about this before we started the show. Like I, I've always loved the Silent Hill series. I would love to go back mm -hmm. through and do the entire Silent Hill series, but there is only two of the what six or seven games right now that are yeah two available on PC. Silent Hill two and Homecoming. Um, because if I go over here, um, all these Silent Hill games, and then even and even with that too, but even then you're not guaranteed to get them because they're released on older consoles. Yeah, and it's just like wait, hold on. What? 
yeah. it's a little it's a little frustrating. So, um, you know what? Here's here's the quick question. Yeah. Actually, while you're looking that up, look on Game Pass. Is Metal Gear Solid on Game Pass Seven, or Silent Hill? Eight. Yeah, because there are, there are eight games. Yeah, and then um, I'm actually gonna look that up too. Let's see. There is Silent Hill Two. I believe is scheduled for PlayStation Five. It's a remake. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> uh, Silent Hill F is just uh, there's nothing in there aside from a placeholder. Yeah. Um. So. I'm actually looking at this, and it looks like Metal Gear Solid is actually on Game Pass. That's awesome! I loved that game on the PSP. So they Man, had the uh, Phantom. Well, they had Phantom Pain, which was the the last entry in the Metal Gear Solid uh, series. That was the last yeah. one that Kojima was involved with. Then they came out with a multiplayer game, like right around the same time as that, and it was like, um, but. The the cool thing is is that like you look at that let actually let's so yeah Metal Gear Solid so yeah Metal Gear Solid um, the HD edition is available on Game Pass so all the Metal Gear Solids are available on Game Pass for free so let's nice. see Silent Hill let's see um, the Silent Hill collection the HD collection Homecoming. The Dead by Daylight Silent Hill edition, Silent Hill 1, uh, and the movies are all available on Game Pass. Yeah. So, so here's the weird thing. So, to kind of dive back into this topic. So, the rumor is, is that uh, Konami is going to be teaming up with Sony, and Metal Gear Solid is going to be getting a remake or slash new game. Without mm. Kojima, which is weird, Silent Hill is going to be exclusive, and there is a new Silent Hill that's being built. They're rebuilding Silent Hill 2. We already knew that because that was already announced. But yeah. the fact that it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive, kind of weird. Yeah, it's uh, one of the things I'm just a little bit confused about. I mean, about. it did come so... out on Sony first, to be fair. It did yeah. come out on Sony first because I remember when I had my PlayStation... Was it PlayStation 1? PlayStation 1. Yep. Because uh, Silent Hill 1 and 2 were both on PlayStation 1. So was Metal Gear Solid. And I believe Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, and then PlayStation 2 came out. And then that's when we got 3. And then there was a couple of the variants of Silent Hill. But, yeah. but even so, they were on there. But we're in an age. Like, you look at, like, Abe's Odyssey, right? Totally yeah. off the spectrum. That came out on Sony. But now yep. it's on everything. And then they also had that that third person like adventure game that came out and that was on Xbox only. And then like they kind of like I feel like and if you and if you really want to go back even further, Final Fantasy was on Nintendo only. It was Nintendo only. And then all of a sudden it was on Sony. So, you know, it's I mean, it makes sense though, because the Japanese culture and also that demograph of video games they love rpgs right and yeah silent hill was an action horror like it was a survival like survival no... game before there were survival games yep so it was one of the first and that specific type that horror genre 
enveloped, and then you also have Resident Evil. They were kind of going toe-in-toe yeah, at the same time. Yeah, they were definitely battling back and forth. They were battling back and forth. So you think about, like, all the companies like Capcom, Konami, all all of them, they, they've always kind of, like, strived to be, like, universal, where they, they tried to get it out on all consoles, not just one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you had like the reverse flip where Konami is like, hey, let's do these action adventure games like hack and slashes like Devil May Cry. And then yeah. that that was like totally unforeseen in that genre too. And then you got games like Bayonetta and you got all these other games that were yep. like all based on like action, quick story narrative, like ridiculous over the top characters. And you oh, know yeah. what? The boss battles were the most known thing. So oh God, what was the one where she was half vampire and there was a juggy mode and it just was, was it blood rain? Yes. Sorry. I actually, well, blood rain. She was half vampire and it was like basically like and, old school, like underworld. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember, I remember playing that on the 360. I don't remember the juggy so mode though. Hard. Oh yeah. There was, there was a special, in one of the Game Informer magazines, they had all these codes, right? In the, yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah. For the game. And so there was juggy mode and where, and there was like endless. Big head endless mode, ammo limited mode, ammo, and, probably. Oh, oh yeah. God, it was, it was amazing. You, you know, what's really funny is that you look at back at that, like stuff like Game Shark, Game Genie, like Nintendo Power. You used to get those yeah. books to get the codes. Yeah. Now the internet is out there and people are That's hacking the just... game before they even come out. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's so funny how much we've evolved in that. For anybody who grew up in the industry like us, I mean, we're like, we, we've been around since Pong, which is dating us, but, <laughs> but we've Hubert. seen the evolution. Like, if you honestly yeah. think it, like, long after we're dead and we're gone, right? You know, you look at this, this, hundred year span how much technology has advanced and right. i think that's the difference between us and like the newer generation is because they've always had it we yeah. didn't we didn't have that opportunity to just be like boot up the internet and download a game and play anywhere we want we had to buy the physical game or beg our parents to get it for us we had to work for it mow lawns take out the trash do chores all this stuff and a lot of kids just get whatever the hell they want and you know the reason why it's our fault. It's our fault because we didn't have it. So then we spoiled our kids like, oh, I grew up without any of this crap. So now I'm going to give you everything. And then now our generation is a bunch of entitled, you know, yeah, a whole um, bunch of but 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 I mean, anybody from the new, you know, it's funny because we have a lot of people that are like, you know, 18, 19 that are in our communities, too. And they're like, yeah, our generation sucks, <laughs> you know, but it's just. It, but here's the thing, though. It's like every generation says their generation is better than the other generation. And it, you know what? Oh, yeah. Realistically, it's the same kind of uh, equality that we need to make sure that we realize that, yeah, people make dumb decisions. People do dumb shit. But that is a representation of the entire community as a whole, you know? And so, but gaming has come a long way. And yeah. If these games go exclusive, that's kind of crazy because Konami, like, they've made some amazing games. They've made some amazing games. And if that goes straight Sony, and then why Sony's battling with Microsoft, and they can't, Sony, uh, Microsoft can't move on anything right now. 
Yeah. All their investment, all their lawyers, all their stuff is focused on this buyout of Blizzard and everything else. Now, if it happens, that is great for the industry. I still am a strong believer of this because I truly believe that if they get their hands on the Call of Duty series, that's going to make first-person shooters across the board better. Oh, yeah. All of them. I agree. Uh, Halo's going to get a bump up. Call of Duty's going to get a bump up. You're going to have all these companies that are like, oh, shit, I want to make this first-person game. And they're like, well, we have the whole Call of Duty Activision team, and this is what they're good at. Yeah. And then the thing that Call of Duty has always failed at is that they are pigeonholed into only making that. They're going to be able to expand out with other dev teams. And Microsoft's yeah. going to move them around, and people are going to enjoy it. You know, we've been waiting day in and day out for Microsoft to release some first-party titles. We're already into the later half of the year. Like, we're already halfway through, coming up in less than three weeks, right? Microsoft really hasn't had a lot come out. I will say that. And me loving Microsoft, I love them. Don't get me wrong. They are fantastic. And they've done a lot of stuff. Coming from two people that literally got fired by Microsoft. <laughs> we we were we were we were divorced. We were divorced. We were broken up over a tweet. We were basically yes. ghosted. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's a great We were ghosted, never got a return tweet. Um but but you know, like even even for like us we we still love xbox like we we do and we love what they do and we love what they do for the industry i mean game pass is a prime example of that and i will still stand behind that till the day i die until they change something but a lot of people are speculating as well and dj i want your input on this as well do you think if they do go through let's just say konami goes to and i don't even think it's a full buyout i just think they're buying the exclusivity for like a year or two and then it'll come to Xbox because I don't think Sony's going to be spending money going, hey, we're going to buy Konami right now because that would look bad on them, even though they have already proven that they are being bad right now, um, especially with all the files and everything that's been released yeah. lately. Um, whether the Activision Blizzard stuff goes through, do you think that the price of Game Pass will go up if Xbox goes through with the deal? No. I don't. I and the reason I th don't think it will is because first we've got to get those integrations into place. Second of all, they would need to the the number of subscribers will expand exponentially because of the the new availability and the new opportunities plus with the new development. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of studios run into this problem of hitting walls developmentally. And a lot of that sometimes has to do with the publishers and the oversight being placed on them by people who really don't know about, sorry, don't know crap about game development. Yeah. Which is why we're being, games are being forced out ahead of schedule before they're ready to go. Blam. Yeah. Like, don't, don't tell me a year in advance. This is when it's going to be coming out. We're hope we're, we're shooting for this quarter. Yeah. You know, once you get the game done and it's ready for QA and you feel it's, it's, it's ready to go, then choose your date. DJ is still mad about Halo. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I don't think it, I don't think, I, I think I've gotten past the mad, and I think I'm just in mourning now. I miss, yeah. I miss loving and I miss desiring to play Halo. 
I tried go the, the last time I tried to go back in uh, again. I got DC'd in the right in the beginning of a match. We loaded in the lobby, and then I got penalized for it for leaving the match early. And I'm like, I didn't leave the match. Your game crashed. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Well, Bungie so has that same issue too. Like for the competitive, like if if you get kicked from the game, a lot of people are upset about that right now. Is that if you get kicked from the game in the competitive setting, yeah, you get penalized and you get put in a timeout for thirty minutes. And being a content creator, thirty minutes is a long is damn time of sitting there trying yeah. to figure out what the hell to do. Yep. So that that's that's not okay. Um, and I yeah. get why they do it because there are so many cheaters, but you know. At the end of it, you know, we really need to make sure that we are ramping down and finding a new procedure for that. I mean, we're coming into the last year of Destiny. We're coming into the fall of Halo, which is very sad. Um, and, and you know, there yeah. there was even discussions. You know, I was actually, I was, I, I, I read an article just recently, and I don't know how much facts are to it, but it sounded legit. It sounded like Microsoft actually put in a bid for Bungie at the same time as Sony. But because of everything that was going on, Bungie decided to go with Sony. And yep. and then immediately regretted that decision. <laughs> so here's the weird thing. At the time when Bungie was bought, were they valued too high? Um... Or do you think it was Sony just saying, you know what? Hey, if you're going to do this, we know we can make this go through right now. And we can own Bungie and say, F you. Do you think it was like a counterattack to this acquisition buyout? Because it was announced two days after the Activision buyout. Two days. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, okay, you did that. So we're doing this. Like, that's what a lot of people think. Do you think that was actually or because here's the thing love, we all know to say that I would love to say that Xbox that Microsoft and Xbox are not um petty sometimes, but they're having physically worked for Microsoft before I can say that there are some people who definitely uh, get a little pissy about things. yeah, um it would not surprise me if that was a mentality, but at the same time, uh, I also know how unbelievably long they like to make every process for every decision that they make. And so if they did it a couple of days later, that was something that was already being discussed months in advance. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. To, I, yeah. I, it just yeah. happened to fall in that same thing. Yeah. Maybe they already, because that's <clears throat> what I was going to say too. Cause a lot of people think they did it to be petty. I, I don't, I don't yeah. think that, um, and I'm just bringing it up because a lot of people think that that's what they were doing. Oh, it was announced two days after. Like, they were definitely trying to attack back at Microsoft. And all these acquisition and buyouts and everything else. But we all know that these things time to take two to three years of discussion through lawyers. I mean, that's $3.4 billion. Yeah. That's a lot yep. of money. A lot of negotiations. I mean, it's very similar to what's going on with, uh, you know, with the writer strike. Yep. Yep. It takes years. It's going to end... end the last one that happened. Can we do my yeah. switch to that topic? Yeah, so let's talk go ahead. about that real quick. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, we, that was one of not, our topics today. So, yes. Yeah. People who are not aware, obviously, uh, the writers' guilds have gone on strike because there was not an appropriate balance of the equation for compensation when it comes to their union agreement and, and what that contract is. The reason that it's important is because it's 2023. The last time there was a writer's strike was in 2007. 
okay? Mm -hmm. Now, to give you guys an idea, back in 2007, there was multiple shows. This thing, first of all, the writer's strike happened and lasted for 100 days. It's over three months. Shows got Show productions got canceled, got put on back order. They had to kind of run with some non-union writers for a hot minute because they needed to make up their what they owe the, the studios. Yeah. Uh, one of those is Battlestar Galactica. We all remember what happened with that. It was great, and then all of a sudden, it just turned weird for a little while. Yeah, that was because of the writer strike. Same yep. thing with brothers and sisters. Same thing with um. The, oh, well, just a ton of shows, a ton of shows. Um, Twenty Four Law and Order, Prison Break, Prison yep. Break, Cherry Hill, Private Practice. All of these different shows got kind of just jacked or canceled. Yeah, and a True Blood, True Blood took a weird turn because of it. So yeah, I remember when that happened because I was invested into True Blood. And then you've all, and then you got to consider all the writers for all the talk shows, the Daily Show, the Late Show, um, all, yep. everything from you know Jimmy Kimmel Live. All of these shows have writers. And everybody who's like, well, that's just a talk show, mm, except for there are writers meeting every day, coming up with those jokes, coming up with good tie-ins for 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 commentary within current events. And that's why we're distracted all the time because we don't have writers. Right. If I had a script here, it'd be it'd be fine. We'd go back yeah. and forth and that'd yep, be me easy. Too. Yep. But we don't script our shows. Yeah. Uh and for it everybody who's like, well, they're you know, they're just being mean and over asking for stuff, they're asking for quality of life and an appropriate an appropriate upgrade from to meet the current cost of living. Yeah. And they haven't had that in ages. And it's unfortunate because despite knowing this, having written a script with somebody and currently writing my second one, it is the writers essentially are the, the creative force behind the episodic adventure that you are about to experience once it gets produced. But it's the writer's passion. It's the writer's um, creativity that get put in there. If the, nobody knows the characters better than the writers, and that's why like, writers yeah. are always on the set because they're like, all right, you know what? Can we change this line? Because what sometimes what looks good on paper doesn't look great on camera. Yeah, it doesn't work yep. out on stage. So you that's have why to go movies back and get look at shortened it. because you yeah. can't fit everything from a book into a movie. So the writers got to recongest it and manipulate it so it matches. How do we how do we include? And so that's that is all the reasons why writer, writers are so important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people talking about it. Mm -hmm. why, why taking another look at how stars are compensated comparatively in beforehand versus the aftermath. Yep. You know? Yep. And how that could be changing that percentage in the – if you change that percentage in the uh, box office. So based on the success of the movie is you, you get a percentage instead of – you walk in and you get $12 million just because you're Gwyneth Paltrow. Or 12, yeah, 12 million just because you're Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. You get yep. paid, you know, for example, funny, funny fact. Did you know that for Uncharted, okay, mm -hmm. Uncharted, uh, Mark Wahlberg mm -hmm. made $20 million for that film. Yep. Do you know how much Tom Holland made? It was like nine, wasn't it? Of five. Yeah, it was something low, yeah. And it, I'll be honest, as much as Marky Mark has been around for a long time, people were there to see Tom Holland. Because mm -hmm. of uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he got paid $15 million less 
because it doesn't have didn't as Didn't Marky Mark and uh, didn't Mark Wahlberg actually give him some of his pay though because he was pissed about the way that was broken? I don't I don't actually know. I just know that that was what was originally in the contract. Cuz I, I could have sworn that the there was a movie. Who, what was it? It might have been an MCU flick. It might have been some I don't know. I remember somebody made so much more drastically just because they were a man and because they were more well known. And the women who had equal screen time uh, yeah. got paid dramatically less, and they took some of their money and gave it to the other actors. Like, you don't hear that very often, you know? So that's like, that that's really cool that they're doing oh, stuff I'm, like that. I'm... What? The, uh... No, I was wrong. Wahlberg apparently made $30 million, hmm. and Tom Holland made two. Wow. And I actually, I actually liked the Uncharted with Tom Holland. I thought it was pretty good. I think he did get a uh, good Nathan Drake. Yeah, I think so too. I think he did you know I'm not biased great. or anything, but anything with Drake in it, I like. <laughs> Just like dragons, you know. But but no, no, I definitely get it. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like, you know, you got all these new shows that are coming out. You got Stranger Things, which is now supposedly now getting delayed. Um, oh, and everything's get, everything's. Uh, House of Dragons season two. Uh, mm -hmm. the supposed Jon Snow stuff. Um, all these things are going to get pushed back. And, you know, uh, now it's supposedly affecting uh, Deadpool 3. Yeah. Which which is a huge kick in the nuts for me because I love Deadpool. And, and it's his first debut into the MCU with Hugh Jackman and everything else. Which also sucks for the actors because if you think about it, look at Hugh Jackman. You know, people were giving him stuff at the Met Gala because the Met Gala just happened. And they saw him and he had the full Wolverine beard. And yeah. everybody's like, and, and you know, he keeps posting up all these tweets about how he's changing his appearance. That is not an easy diet. No, and to get ripped me? like that and get jacked up like that and look like that and then have to maintain it because now you're getting delayed because there are no writers to make the show that you're supposed to be on, that you're training yeah. for. That's brutal and kind of dangerous. Well, yeah, and that's I think that's one of the big issues is Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's um it's it's going to be a lot of juggling and are they going to do ununionized writers now? Yeah. And I I just think it's the creative people have to look at all angles of the creative side. Um, and it's not just about the actors. In fact, I know that most of the time we the actors are receive the accolades for the performance, which is the front facing, consumer facing experience yeah. of the film. You have to have a good actor. All the all the best writing in the world could not save a terrible performance if the actor doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. The flip side, a bad writer can it's it can be difficult for an actor to overcome a bad writer like yep. you have to have that good balance good directing versus bad directing especially uh, when you have like animated flicks like oh God, yeah. into the spider verse oh God, yeah. which is coming out soon i mean that specific <clears throat> like that's all animated so that yep. is writing art like animation like all that stuff, like the people like Pixar, they blow my mind because their stories are so good. But that is because of an amazing writer. Yep. 
the director is fantastic too, but it's the yeah, writer that brings the story too. and the editors. Yeah. Yeah. The editors will help. Okay. We've, this, we've gotten a little out of, out of, you know, pocket here. Let's yeah. bring it back. Yeah, in. yeah. 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 For sure. You know, that, no, no, not you and I. I mean, like that's that's what editors do. They help, oh, yeah, they yeah, help yeah. keep yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And like when 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 James and I are writing, I am we have the we're sharing a screen yeah. and I'm writing and he is watching what's happening as we're discussing how we want to get there and then I'm creating the the narrative and the and the interactions that dialogue. Yeah. But when I start getting a little er, or I it's not quite in line, we pull it back, step back, talk about it for a second about okay, how are you know. Let's come up with the background on this one and then push forward so that we've got this linear line that is a great path for an incredible story. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, there's just so many things that, that writers and creative and graphic designers and so many things that are, like, are never talked about. Because me being that, that I mean, that was my passion, being graphic designer, how much work and effort it takes. Oh, yeah. And the people are like, hey, can I get it in an hour? And we're like, no. 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 God. No. Or... Or the big one, too, is like, you know, writers will get influence from other places and, you know, they'll get ideas and they'll read other literature or they'll go through and do these things and they'll get hit with copyright strikes because it's too similar or stuff yeah. like that. But they're just getting creative influence because sometimes, you know, it is very hard to come up with original material these days. It really is because so many things have been done. That's why they're in the industry. So many games and movies are all being remade because people are running out of ideas. Like, I mean, you really think about it. Like, people are not coming up with anything new. I mean, we're. I mean, look at it this way: the new Transformers movie is Beast Wars. Yeah, it's Beast Wars. That was the '90s. Like, and you know, like Transformers originally came out what in the '80s. Uh, yep. And you know, you look at stuff like this. It's it's they're. They're taking what people love and that that pop culture love and converting it into other things. So I, I don't know. It's it's you know, writers are the basis of making something old new. Um, so it is very important. You know, it's it's definitely nice to be able to have that reference point. So yeah, no, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with it. Hopefully it doesn't last that long. Hopefully they get paid what they deserve, because that would be amazing because I'm not a writer. I'm an idea guy, but and, I need somebody to take my ideas and make it sound good. And, you know, and, and so and a bunch of the TV right now is on the in this holding pattern, like because they've had to where they're now on reruns. The late show with Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, the Jimmy Fallon, the Tonight Show, um, real time with beer, with beer, Mar, beer, Mar, beer, Mar. And uh, like last night, last week, tonight with John Oliver, uh, all yep. of them are all on strike and every single one of those hosts the night before the strike happened made a statement about how important writers are mm -hmm. um and then some of them have already been like but there are other shows that have already filmed they've been written they've been filmed they're yeah. ready to go they're just not released or they're in post-production those are still those can continue but yeah that's only if you manage to get them out the door or get principal uh all the principal photography done yeah 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 i mean like it, even like when you have slated scales like the mcu for example right they have movies planned for the next five years and when something like this happens and they don't have a script now granted disney is a much different beast yeah because disney 
has internal writers and a lot of their stuff um is is i mean they're in paid contracts that they've but already agreed but to and that but that's straight disney like uh yeah. the mandalorian's fourth the mandalorian's new next season has been written and yep. not been filmed yep yep um yeah but Again, they. I think that's part of the reason why they do that. They get it written in full before they start anything. Well, a lot of those directors too, like John Favreau and and yeah. and those. Uh, Who's a godsend? It, he he is so passionate about his movies that not only is he a director, he's also a writer. So he's creating the episodes and then being like, "Hey, I created this," and then he brings in his own other directors from different shows and movies and friendships. Hey, how would you like to do this? This is what I've got. How do you want to put your spin on it? And then they rewrite yeah. it together. And that's the way the industry should work in all the retrospect because, I mean, you look at, like, you look at, like, giant industry titans like Martin Scorsese, right? Martin mm -hmm. Scorsese is one of the most well-known actors in Wolf of Wall Street and all these other amazing movies. But if he didn't have a good script and he didn't have a good writer to help him build that, that movie is going to be shit. I mean, there's just no turnaround for it. So, but, but yeah, I mean, and, and speaking of writing, <laughs> I'm going to transition well, a little bit. I, I was about to transition. I said, cause I want, what I wanted to say was to jump this and say evidence of good writing, especially when it's teamed up with good acting and great directing along with the producers who give that, creative team the leeway to work their magic yeah results in incredible films speaking of incredible films you just went and saw an incredible film that was a great example apparently of in incredible writing directing and uh the and, and, a, and a creative team in general but no spoilers i won't but go ahead do your thing so i went and saw guardians of the galaxy volume three and all we all know that James Gunn now has taken over the DCEU, mm -hmm. um, which is also being affected by all future movies because none of those movies have been written. So the none DCEU right now is on standstill. Yeah, um, basically, Sony, well, DC bought him, yep. and now they can't do anything with it. They can't do anything with him. Yeah, because he, he can go to the creative, and he can do panels, and he can do boards and everything else, but right now, unless he physically writes it himself... It's going to be rough, but James Gunn is an amazing director, right? Obviously, there's been so many shows and things that he has done lately, and he definitely has a certain way um, of doing things. And Guardians of Galaxy Volume 3, um, without giving any stuff that you guys haven't already seen in trailers and everything else, basically, the majority of this story is based around Rocket, but also the wrap up of the guardians. Yeah. Um, and there is an amazing thing done in this movie that a lot of people, um, I'm tiptoeing around this the best way I can. Cause I do not want to ruin anything. Yeah. Um, the, the great thing about this movie is, is that they put all these amazing characters and we already heard like Batista and, uh, and and some of the other characters yeah. from the show already said that this is their last run. They're done. Yeah. But the crazy thing about it is, is that the MCU, 
has always been a place where if you don't see somebody die, if you don't see something happen, there is a possibility for future growth with that character. Yeah. Now, yep. they, they, they're great at so misleading. Always. <laughs> All of the trailers, every single trailer, see, because yeah. this is this is not a spoiler, but every single trailer shows them carrying a different guardian as if they yeah. died. That is all a misdirect, and that in itself is great writing and yeah. animation and putting things together. But yeah. once you see it, you're going to be like, what in the hell? And I will say this right now, DJ. There is a fight sequence in oh, yeah. this movie. It is the best fight sequence ever done in a comic book movie ever. Oh, no sh That's a That is a ever. lot. Uh, that's a pretty big. Not only a, was it the best, but it didn't look fake. Oh, it didn't look better. like it was like, you know, like sometimes you see it in like CGI slows down and they're getting kicked and they look disproportionate and it looks animated. Dude, yeah. it looked fucking real. Yes, that F word staying in. I get one. Because you know why? Because this is the first, this is the first MCU movie ever to have the F word in it done yep. by Chris Pratt. And that whole scene is amazing, by the way. But there is also, I will say this for anybody who hasn't seen it, stay all the way to the end. There are two end credit scenes. Awesome. One midway through and one at the very end. And they are mind-blowing. And the movie story. If you don't cry or about ready to get close to crying, you're not a human being. <laughs> it is probably one of the most emotional drawn-in stories that we have got in a long time. This movie is what the MCU strives to be. Yeah. And what makes it good. The last couple movies have not been the best. Um, Wakanda Forever was great, but it was all on the basis of here's this new, new community, new villain, new everything. They were trying to introduce new characters. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy introduces new characters um they do show adam warlock which you can see that in the trailers and stuff um yep. which is uh what is his name um polar pop pop uh, mike uh, polter polter is, is what is uh, it's i don't know i can't remember his, his actual name which is bad but i know who he is but does an amazing job um and they and they do introduce Will Pultour. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Will Pultour. Um, who is that geeky kid, geeky skinny, awkward kid with the big giant eyebrows who decided to go and work out like a monster and is now this behemoth of a man? Like, yes. He yes. went from being this skinny boy to a <laughs> sorry man. Well, there goes our two. Yeah, there we go. That's right. You just put you can put Mike in front of him just like his butt scene from Adam Warlock right over DJ's mouth. There's a butt scene. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Cool. I'm not, I don't want to know. There's a lot of stuff, but, uh, I, I will say this, that the performance between the, the, the whole Gamora stuff is handled very well and very different. Um, 
and it is a huge wrap-up. I mean, it really is. It's a wrap-up of, of, of this Guardians. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's fantastic. Uh, honestly, 10 out of 10, it's probably my favorite MCU movie since Ragnarok. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's great. I honestly think it's the best MCU movie we've got, period. Okay. I really I'm, do. I'm... I really do enjoy it. And I, it's going to be very hard to follow this because we got Secret Invasion, which is coming out soon. And that's going to be about the invasion of the Scrolls, which are, we introduced in, uh, Captain Marvel's movie. And they transform and basically blend in with humanity. Yeah. But um, we don't know if the Super Scrolls, but there's also like some trailers and it shows somebody using Ronan's hammer, which a lot of people are thinking it's going to be Ronan's daughter. And nobody really knows what's going on with this. But but I will say this is that um, the Marvels um, is coming out on my birthday, which is awesome. And it got pushed back. It was supposed to come out in June, but yeah. it got pushed back. Um, but we got Secret Invasion, which is coming out in June now. And it's basically going to tell us where Nick Fury was this whole damn time. We get Samuel Jackson back on screen. Um, and it's going to go through the Secret Invasion, which basically is the scrolls. They have infiltrated humanity and... And you don't know who's an actual good person, who's a bad person. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with that storyline because the secret invasion led to the Super Scrolls and also the Fantastic Four. Because yeah, the Scrolls... That's going to be awesome. The Scrolls, but I don't know if you saw who they're talking, and I think it was confirmed yesterday who's going to be playing Reed Richards. So... You know our good friend Kylo Ren? Oh, yeah. There's rumors that, that he's going to be Reed Richards. The actor. Uh, what's his damn name? Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. The guy who plays Kylo Ren. I can't think of Oh, uh, this is what happens when I get old. I can Google it. Hang on. Uh, it's Cut right up. on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of his damn name. It's going to drive me nuts. Uh, Adam Driver. There you go, Adam Driver. There you go. But yeah, Jesus. there there is rumors that he was picked, and he's in final discussions to be Reed Richards. Now people are upset about this because they wanted the guy from The Office, yeah, I, to be him because he did an amazing job in uh in Doctor Strange. Yep. But that was also a multiverse thing yep. where he was from different. But we're also leading up to Secret Wars. And we've also got the Kang Dynasty. And then there's all that drama with the actor who plays Kang because of the assault charges in New York. They were dropped. But now are they going to continue using him? Or are they going to drop him? Nobody's. It's kind of just went dark. Nobody's yep. brought it up. Nobody's said anything in a while. But his agency and his manager dropped him. Yep. So it's, there's a lot of... Uh... We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And so whatever whatever the case may be, uh, you know, there's always going to be turmoil spots. People are, like, still upset about Ben Affleck, and they're still upset about uh, Gal Gadot. 
and Jason Momoa and like their future in the industry. Obviously, everybody is ranting and raving because the premiere happened for the Flash movie and everybody hates Ezra Miller. Um, and, you know, but a lot of people go and saying it's the best, the best movie that the DCEU has ever produced. Yeah. And then they launched the Blue Beetle, which that looks like every DCE movie. It does not look like it has a good plot line. It looks very lackluster and bleh. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, it's uh, some of the best writing and some of the, the best episodic stuff that I've enjoyed, actually, is Titans on HBO. And that's Dude, DC. I'm loving that show. I'm it's so, so sad good. It's- on pause well well, it's not on pause it's done this is the last season so they're finishing it up right now um and then doom patrol which brandon frazier right now has been killing it when he's making his debut back and he's making his comeback man it's good i'm glad but the doom patrol is so weird but it's good i don't know why like it's not even normally a like a show i normally like but i've been enjoying it so yeah but anyway so there's there's all this stuff coming out we got a lot of video games coming out we have um, you know, I know we talk about this every single episode, um, and, and that we're going to have oh. guests on the show and everything else. Um, we do have some stuff lined up. We're actually, um, teaming up with some people here over the next couple of weeks. We've been trying to get everybody's schedule lined up. It's just, it's sometimes hard. It's really hard to get guests on the show because people's schedules on Monday are always, always busy. They're always busy. And this is the only day that we can record because we stream all the other days. So it's very hard. Um, but, but I definitely, me and DJ have been talking about this. We've been talking about ramping up and bringing something new to the podcast overall. So we've been trying to find new ways and, and we're trying to team up with people and trying to get endorsements and trying to get things because time, money, expenses, like it's not cheap to do this stuff, guys. It's not. And you know what? Like we do it because we love it. Yes. But we still got to pay our bills, you know? So well, so, we're going to sit here for a couple hours talking anyways, usually once yeah. at least once a week. So yep. why not record it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's why even like I posted up something too, because people are like, dude, we love your segments on Destiny, but I don't want to flood Pardon the D about Destiny. So I was like, you know, it'd be great to do just on, on my personal channel and do something like that where it's just about Destiny and then have DJ over there, you know, and yep. vice versa. And we talk about stuff. And if Halo ramps back up, I know DJ would love to do a Halo podcast. I think that would be awesome because he has so many people in the industry that he knows from the Halo universe. So yep. it, it's, you know, those type of things. There, There's just so many things that we have right around the corner. We're going to have a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, and and you know what? Uh, we were actually talking about doing a uh, a giveaway for Pardon the D. Um, and we're, we're going to work on something where we're going to start giving away stuff, not only from our sponsors, but also help boost up and get more people here. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously we want to get people, if you're listening on Spotify or iHeart or you're listening on Apple or you're listening on any of the podcasting uh, locations, if you have not tuned in on our YouTube channel, please do it. Drop a follow. If you support us and you like what we're doing, drop a sub. We're going to make new emotes. We're going to do new stuff. Uh, I actually really do want to get in the progress, DJ, on Mondays. Maybe we stream for, like, we record our episode live and do it with people um, and have guests on. I think it would be a good thing for us to do because we just kind of, you know, BS. But if we had people to talk to and get, like, discussion going, 
I think that also might be cool. I mean, what do you think yeah. about that? Like maybe every I, other Monday we do like a live show? That could be a thing. We could definitely do that. Yeah, because honestly, I've never bad. I've never streamed live on YouTube, ever. So that's I a whole have, other uh, process in itself. Me either. So I think it would be really cool to do stuff like that and being able to talk about it, discuss it, and get people's live reactions. And plus, you know, just branching out, you know. And then yep. we can always record it. We can post it everywhere else, obviously. So that way, if somebody missed it, you know, they can tune in. But but I think I think that might be a good avenue for us to grow. Um and this is just me speaking freely, of course, but you know, but I know, I know we've been talking about new ways, but we are, I, I, I do like the Dreamcast idea though. Yeah, the um, dream, Dreamcast from DreamHack. Oh my God, dude. Pardon the do, Dreamcast edition. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah. what? Um, it'd be even better if we got somebody from Sega on the show. <laughs> oh God. Now, That'd that be awesome. Be incredible. I mean, technically we might be able to work something out with that though. If you think about it. Just saying. Yeah. But yeah, with that, that, with that, that, that could definitely happen. Yeah. So, uh, DJ, anything else that you want to add to this week's episode before we wrap uh, it up? Not really. Yeah. Pretty much uh, that was it. Yeah. So, pretty much this week, guys, all we all we got, we're gonna be keep raining, raising money for uh, the Guardian Games, and uh, we again are at five thousand one hundred and fifty dollars raised. Uh, we're trying to reach $10,000 raised. So if you guys want to donate, please, again, click on the link, um, uh, whether it's in the bio online, but it's under the Lost City Guardians. You guys can download right there, support, help us out. Um, and uh, maybe even next week we can get maybe Jared on the show. That'd be cool. Because then we could, be talk really cool. About, we could talk about the future of Destiny because uh, we're going to be right around the corner to the new season. Get him on the show, discuss, talk. Um, I know he's been traveling a lot for charity-based stuff, so hopefully we can lock up some schedule and get him on. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah no. Um, and then maybe even get some other people. I know we had Nelstar was a possibility. We got some other people that might be good to bring on the show. I still would love to have uh, Lindsey Wood and Conzi on the show together yeah. at the same time. Holy crap, that would be an episode. That would um, be hilarious. By the way, Tonzi has the same hair as me. <laughs> I just saw a profile pic and I was like, because I was in the Xbox channel and I was like looking and I was like, Tons has the same hair as me, except uh, Tons has like silver in it right now. Yeah. And it looks really good actually. Um, but yeah, all those type of things. Like I want to bring people on the show. I want to talk to people, get different people's perspective. Obviously, we're going to be talking about Kick if we bring Lindsay and Tons on because they've been streaming there quite often and see their experience. I actually went over for the first time ever and actually watched Lindsay stream on kick just to kind of see how things are going and she seemed to be having a good time she was killing it yeah. she was like in the top five again so that makes me happy because yeah. like it, she was one of the top women streamers on mixer so that that's really cool um and and that's that's what i said like you know it may not be my cup of tea but that doesn't mean it doesn't work for somebody else you know what i mean so um and i never want to divide my community up more than I have to because then they're like, where do we go? You know, they're always willing yeah. to follow and jump anywhere we go. But um, if you guys are also interested in um, in supporting us, again, make sure you guys click that like, subscribe, follow, uh, click the little bell. So that way you guys um, know when we have a new episode. We just had two episodes. The last two weeks episodes go live right before we recorded this. This episode should be up uh, hopefully by later today slash tomorrow. Um, 
And again, big shout out to Combat Rhino for editing these and get these up. Yeah, he is amazing. If you guys aren't supporting him, please go over there and go do it. He's on Twitch at the Combat Rhino. Um, amazing content creator. He's also helping us raise for the charity as well for Bungie Foundation. So go over and go show him love. And from what I heard, he bought a uh, bunch of spicy uh, ghost pepper oh, pickle no. chips and like a bunch of other stuff to help raise money. Um, and uh, I got pied a lot doing Square Enix oh, no. chip fundraiser on Saturday. Uh, I think it was like nine pies to the face, and they enjoyed slapping me in the face with them. Uh, and then Zeke donated. By the way, Zeke donated. I'm like, Zeke, if you finish off the charity drive, you can come over and pie me right now. I have never seen him move as fast. I mean, I said it. He was driving over. He donated Why he was driving over, and he's like, I am here. And then he had the pie, and he was just like, blah, like, uh, it was everywhere. And then the dogs came in, and they were just licking it all up. And I'm like, I was just sitting there. just I couldn't even open my eyes. I had so much, like, whipped cream all over my face. So the dogs are licking it off my face, and, like, everybody was getting a kick out of it. It was a good time. So, But, yeah, make sure you guys – what were you saying? I do have one other thing that that I wanted to add. Yeah, yeah. but so this this month begins a new giveaway for CLX, mm-hmm. and it's our first global giveaway, which means anybody around the world, with the exception of a couple of different countries, um, is eligible. Nice. Finally, we've expanded it out of North America around the world. Uh, I think like the That's places awesome. we just aren't doing it is I think we're just not doing it in China, Russia, Brazil. I mean, just a couple of little spots. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You don't want to ship a computer down to Colombia or something. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so that's all that's, that's getting started as well. Nice. But, oh, yeah. Other than that. Yeah. I think we're good to go. Yeah. And by the way, CLX has been a, a very proud s- supporter of what we're doing and stuff too. So, uh, you know, make sure you guys go check them out, go, uh, drop a follow on them. They do a live, uh, build every single week with DJ hosting, two of uh, them. Two, two of them. them. There you go. Two yeah, each yep. week. Uh, DJ, you want to tell them the time slot on that too? So yep. they can go check that out. You can find us at twitch.tv slash TV every Tuesday and Thursday starting at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 Eastern. Yes, there you go. And then you guys can tune in and also get some uh, codes to enter in some giveaways. And yeah. you guys can possibly be the next winner. And a lot of people who weren't expecting to win have been winning these. And uh, it's been really cool and upgrading and changing their lives and giving them the new build yeah. that they've always wanted or never even thought they could get because some of these builds are incredible i mean anywhere ranging from five thousand dollar builds to like twenty thousand dollar builds they're insane so um especially like the liquid tube cooling and all uh it's it's insane it's nuts so um but yeah we got a lot more to talk about clx uh over the next couple weeks it's going to be really awesome because we're doing some stuff with them here in the very near future uh we're going to talk more as we get closer um and uh we're going to be repping and supporting them at c uh clx booth in the creator booth the creator hub we're gonna be there um hopefully that's where we'll be doing the live uh broadcast maybe maybe we even do a live youtube before then dj so we can get comfortable with the youtube live we've got some time to do it so we should probably yeah yeah let leah we'll talk about that off stream but anyway so but yes guys again uh you can find me everywhere at the lost drake across the board on all social media make sure you guys come over say hello um i'm doing some massive giveaways this month too to not only support charity but also myself so i can pay my bills and keep things the lights on and um so if you guys want to come over and support me it's the lost drake i am live 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 3 p.m. till 8 p.m. Uh, except on Friday, which I stream until I decide to quit. But I've been streaming extra because DJ keeps pulling me in because we've been playing all these games oh, together. Dude, so we've got so many things to catch up on too. Ah, so many games. Dead Island 2. Yes. Um, Dying Light 2. I've still got to finish, get on uh, Jedi Survivor. So, yeah, yes. lots of things to do. Yes. So keep your eyes out for our channels, and please come by our channels. And we've eyes. also been releasing uh, tips and tricks on how to farm XP and a bunch of other stuff, too. So make sure you guys tune into our Without TikToks. Cheating. Without cheating. cheating. Like, legit farming spots to get experience and buffs and add-ons and stuff. So, DJ, where can they find you? You can find me on all locations at DJ Blue PDX. That's it? Uh, I, I, I already plugged the show. <laughs> so, but I, primarily on Twitch. Primarily on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash DJ Blue PDX. There you go. Yes. And, and DJ is also going to be raising money with us with the Guardian game. So, yes. Yep. Make sure you guys tune in. Help us hit Sorry. these goals. Make sure we stay in the number two spot because we ain't going to probably touch the number one spot. They're already at $36,000, by the way. We're, we're, wow. yeah, yeah, they're killing it. Um, but yes, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Like, subscribe, follow, click the bell. Love your guys' face. We'll see you next week's episode. Make sure you watch the last three episodes, the last two that were just posted, yeah. and the one that's going to be posted either later today or tomorrow. We love you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you live. Bye. Later, Bye. 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 Wow.